0: Forever. Dog. Five,
1: four, three, two, one.
2: Welcome to podcast the ride, the second gate, with my good friends Michael, Scott. And my favorite student, <laughs> Jason. Favorite uh, student, my... what
0: the hell?
2: <laughs> what Barney? That? Why not me? Uh, oh, he—he's just such a good student. Is all I'm saying. Student,
1: Wendy. Since when do you judge
2: <laughs> te- academic I'm abilities? I'm a
1: teacher now. Like uh, kind of a second career. Yeah. <laughs> the show's not going. My show is
0: canceled i thought we were just friends why did this power <laughs> dynamic suddenly shift
2: <laughs> no i'm in charge no uh the whole show is going to be this uh play barney's the fourth mic yeah now yeah um podcast um, the ride second gate here we are today i'm busting out an old impression probably my earliest impression ever i believe
1: did you like do that around the house? Yes. Was that sort
2: of a, oh, interesting. Yes, my sister was, my sister's like three years younger than me, so she was watching Barney, it was right for her age, but I was fascinated by it, she had a Barney doll, and I used to do the Barney voice with the doll constantly, that was mm-hmm. like, I love, that was so much fun for me to do. So, it's back, my voice, my Barney voice is back, I'm a little
1: I hoarse. Think, um, I think we might be in a similar area. I also have a younger sister and um I, I felt yeah, she, she watched it a lot and I felt like I had to to not like it and I was aware that there was a lot of Barney hate. Mm-hmm. But maybe I did some like hate watching. I definitely would like sit and watch Barney even if I like snarked it and made fun of it. Um maybe it was maybe for a lot of kids. It, it occupies that slot of like the first thing you were too old for. Yes. Or like mm-hmm. sort of felt that way or felt pressure to feel that way to grow up. Uh, I think that's right. Yeah.
0: Casey, yeah. Go ahead. I, I had a little brother and he loved it. And I wanted to hit barney with a car like i agree and was <laughs> Oh, the first you were a
2: cynical kid who hated barney
0: i hated. it i i hated it i knew i was supposed to hate it, it did, <laughs> why do you want
2: to hit me with a
0: car jason i, I just i just did it like and it didn't have the refined sensibility of uh eureka's castle or a david the gnome you know that stuff that mm, i liked you know, when i was really at, like preschool um well, yeah, it or is. the
1: um, like, Sesame Street with its genre parodies and genuinely yeah. funny sketch-style writing. Yeah, Bernie certainly is a little more uh, soft in a lot it of ways. It is an it's, uninteresting show.
0: Yeah, not sophisticated
2: <laughs> at all. Yeah, not subversive at all. But there's it a is,
0: dividing no. line. I think it's the line between old millennial and young millennial. Uh, is is. Like, old millennials hate Barney, younger millennials loved Barney. And it's such mm-hmm. a fine... Y- you can really just cut the generation in half, I think, at that moment.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I have a lot of affection from for him now because of, like, just goofing around with the doll. And, yeah. you know, you did everything, like, kids would do where it would... Like, I would go in my sister's Fisher-Price fridge and, like, I'd be like, Barney's drinking alcohol. <laughs> Like that was like I'd have like a little Like plastic cup And he'd be like Drinking it fast And who knows What that means to a kid But I would be like Now Barney's drunk (laughs) Barney has a gun (laughs) (laughs) Barney would fight with Yeah he I would have him fight With like characters too And I'm trying to think of Who would be To the same scale Because this was a Barney doll That was like Sort of similar to the Barney That's in the show That comes to life um if you in mm-hmm. case you don't know where we're going with this, there is a Universal Studios Barney show and play area um that
1: we are actually going to talk about. If you're in wondering Florida since nineteen ninety five since nineteen ninety five even recently, uh, and maybe its days are numbered or they're limiting well, it for now. But the show,
2: yeah, the,
0: the
1: show has
2: been going during
1: COVID.
0: It okay. Yes. This show <laughs> has been going for 25 years. This show has outlasted Jaws, it's outlasted Confrontation, it's outlasted Back to the Future of the Ride, and that's so fucked up. Tower Uh, of Terror at DCA. Tower of Terror at DCA.
1: It feels like... This show does not feel like a, a linchpin, and yet it's... It's just like, it is. It's, it is a real like titan when you say the timeline like that. Yes. Yeah. It
0: kept its head um, down, stayed out of the way, just chugged along, <laughs> has outlasted the Barney TV show, which stopped making new content on the regular in 2009, although the reruns still air. Currently on something, a channel called Universal Kids. Did anyone know about the television channel Universal Kids? No. No. <laughs> so that's where It's one of those
1: like deep cable, like if you still have cable and there's the weird two thousand channels.
0: Yes. I believe it used to be Sprout. I kind of remember Sprout. Uh, I do know yeah. Sprout. I'm familiar mm-hmm.
2: with Sprout. So wait a minute. Sprout became universal kids. Universal kids. kids.
0: <laughs> or okay. it was a segment on something. Like, I don't know. I PBS might have also used that branding, but uh yeah, Barney is still going strong. And to give him the benefit of the doubt, I was trying to figure out, oh, is it because it's popular with international guests? Because there was a Barney World Tour that the world uh, used lightly. Uh, I think it was around 2015, that mostly hit the United Arab Emirates and Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so hmm. uh, there may be but no still, theme park presence besides this, correct? Uh, I am not sure about that. If there's other Barnes, so. I think
1: this is the only one. They touted it as the only place on Earth where you can see Barney every day. Oh, wow. that's, that's crazy! Um,
2: I will say, I didn't even know this was there. I didn't know this was here. That, if there was, if I, I if I've been to Universal a few times, I didn't know you could get your picture taken with Barney. I, I don't have that photo, and I'm a little upset.
1: you genuinely didn't know until we talked about doing this i don't think so like i maybe i saw it on the map but i didn't realize what it was
0: i don't think i ever wandered back into the plaza like with the fountain and the statue which i like the statue it looks like barney is using his dump truck seat to hover in the air like (laughs) wait wait, a minute did you just
2: call barney's rear his seat his dump truck seat yeah he's got a
0: big seat he's got a big dump truck seat (laughs) <laughs> dump Barney's trucker.
2: dump truck seat. Dump truck wow. seat. Like
0: people online talk about every, all the, the moms in Pixar movies have dump truck asses. So we <sighs> say seat on this what? show.
1: Who says up that? that dump truck
0: people. Who's this it? is a thing. This is, what a are you on? this is a joke on Twitter. Cause ever, cause like the old, like Mrs. Incredible. I've seen Mrs. Incredible you know, be
2: referred to as
0: thick. She's, but thick. I have never a, ever seen dump, dump truck, truck ass. She's got that dump truck? Yeah. But we say seat here. So Barney got a dump truck seat and he's using it to hover <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> what other mom has a
1: dump truck seat? This is, We're getting
0: into. By the way, we're getting into dangerous territory.
2: We're getting into you know? dangerous territory. You kept this seat talk to animals. Jason is trying to open it up for his perverted. Uh, perverted Barney's ways. an animal. I mean, it's a that's <laughs> true. I'm just saying you brought in the the, the mothers of the Pixar. Well,
0: movies. I just didn't want it to make it seem like I just came up with the phrase dump truck. You know, dump truck ass <laughs> out in the air. Uh, that is that I learned learned about it. Uh Wow.
1: Got a big dump truck seat. I guess that's true. Um, (laughs) The Barney statue, fountain. One of the few statues
0: that we don't have to pull down with like (laughs) with shades. (laughs) This statue can stay. This statue can stay.
2: A southern (laughs) monument that can stay.
1: The Barney statue at Universal Studios, Hall- uh, Florida. Sorry, <laughs> that is south of the board. Yeah, yeah. that's that's uh,
2: south of the Mason Dixon. Although, although, you know, I've seen older, older millennial kids try to go in there and tear it down because they hate him so much. <laughs> sure. Especially, I'm surprised, Jason, you didn't try to drive your car through there and knock the statue down with your car because you hated Barney.
0: I hated Barney, but I have to say reading about this did endear him to me, especially because there's like weird sections of the Barney Wikipedia where it's like, uh, some some thought you know some people think uh, Barney led to a sense of entitlement among millennials and didn't teach what? enough about how to deal with difficult situations and unpleasant realities. And I was like, oh, that's shut up. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> that's stupid. Also if anyone is complaining about millennial entitlement in 2020, get your fucking head examined. <laughs> like <laughs> you freaks.
1: Uh, that's still that's still a talking still a talk. Point.
0: Just inheriting, we le- we were left an awful world that just gets shittier and shittier. Why do we want anything? Why do we want things? You know,
2: <laughs> why does enjoy a bright purple dinosaur for God's sake? Yeah, um,
0: I think that Barney
2: himself is a good design and is a character. Like ultimately, the show is nothing. The show is just Barney praising like kids for like doing art projects which is this is a bit i've done i've done with Lindsay around i'll just be like that's a great macaroni painting (laughs) michael (laughs) (laughs) like that's like most with mostly what the show is and then like a kid has like a very minor problem and then they sing like if you're happy and you know it clap your hands uh and i don't even there's like there's not a ton going on but the design of barney is good yeah and that's all you need i think
1: I mean, it's well. I'm a bigger fan, I have to say, of original Bernie because well. if you go back, like the first couple <laughs> videos where he's darker purple and boxier, like this one, this side view where he's just got like a full rectangle mouth. This is my Barney. I think I I don't think they should have softened these. I like I like sharp face Barney. I am a big fan of sharp face Barney as well. I like there was him with a little
2: beanie with a propeller on it in there that you showed. Now that oh you, that's good yeah Scott. Now that you bring it up, I would like to play a clip from the original Barney, which was called Barney and the Backyard Gang. These were the videos was,
0: before yes. the TV show.
2: Yeah. Right. So this was this was the the pointy pointy Barney before they partnered with PBS, yeah. It's just individual right. Tapes. Um and I did not watch this like first run. This is just something I came upon today as I was researching. You can see that uh mm-hmm. Barney is I'll say this, a little unnerving. So here we go. <laughs> right. He's not so
1: quite well, as bubbly it's starting in a kiddie pool.
2: Yeah, so this is when Barney appears. The kids are all in a pool which yes, that's a little weird as well
0: one more well I'm only one and I'm only one and I'm only one and I'm four my kid sister she follows me everywhere well that's just because she it's is like so also a sitcom which is, is
1: bizarre You're okay, welcome all to the stay. And
0: so are the rest of you you know what I always say yes, yes
1: mama we know <laughs> Together, together,
2: together. All right,
1: all right. I have cued this in the wrong place. (laughs) Well, but you reminded me of, this is another reason I, like, while I do like darker purple sharp-faced Barney, I don't like that they originally, the tapes originally included this mom character played by Sandy Duncan. I've spoken (laughs) against Sandy Duncan in the past because she's one of those perennial Peter Pan's, which maybe factored into my negative pan feelings. Um, just she just like epitomizes the kind of like uh, frighteningly friendly entertainment that was that I believe my mom was reared entirely on and that right. was sort of shoved down my throat um, as a kid. I'm glad she. I'm really glad Sandy Duncan went away. This I feel like is very equivalent to she's the Haley Mills of. She Sandy Duncan is to Barney what Haley Mills is to Say by the Bell mm. slash Good Morning Miss Bliss. Right when she was dismissed, we don't want this lady. <laughs> we just want to. We just want to see what the kids are doing. I think yeah, Sandy Duncan went away and the sh- the show soared.
2: Um, this I believe is the correct area, the place I want to play. But just to, that did give you a little hint of like there was this weird mom character and it felt more like a sitcom more than just like Barney hanging out. These
1: bad khaki mom shorts that are. Kinda of what my tour guide uniform was yeah. at Universal Studios. Not a fan of the shorts. All right, here we go. that we'll go next weekend, okay? Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. So, Sandy Duncan left.
1: Boy, Good. that's tough. Good news. We can make believe we're at the beach? What do you mean? Well,
0: we can close our eyes. And make the real hard. Don't close your eyes in a I pool. Can make Never. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not how it's done. Who said that. <laughs> I did.
1: No, I over here. Over here. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> wow, what the <laughs>
0: by wind and light. <laughs> a, a powder gun smoke. <laughs> <He's back. laughs> Hugging
1: swimsuits. I mean, Why is he are just are laughing at Arnie? He's uh. a dinosaur! He's not saying the anything. Thanos he's not real. saying anything. It's terrifying. This very friendly, and he laughs. This it. hug has been going he this entire time friends, for the Adam, listener. Jason and Lucy. Since you are the chime, <laughs> endless hug. Oh, Barney is a dinosaur.
2: <laughs> so, like, he doesn't say anything. He just like laughs like a main, like a little like creep, <laughs> like a little pervert. He's
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get a good vibe from this Barney. Is what I'm saying. No, this Barney's definitely scarier. Yeah. I, like, he's less good for kids, I realize, but I just like him more. And look, he was, later on, he's wearing a sailor suit, yeah, like the, a young Mike Carlson. <laughs> he was <wishes, laughs> And young he Scott wishes. Gardner,
2: as I determined. Uh, yeah, they go into, like, a fantasy where he's like a sailor in the air. The effects on this special, too, or this tape,
1: are pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> And they're flying a tub around, yeah. So anyway, I mean that's
2: that's as old the bar. This is backyard gang, and, and his voice is also a little bit lazier. It's like it's like Homer first season or something. Yeah.
0: Oh hey, oh,
2: Hi. Yeah.
0: I'm Barney. Get some frosty chocolate shakes. <laughs>
1: uh, so yeah, it's yeah, also yeah. Barney was kind of Walter Matthauy at the start, right? So I um, that was that. If you Barney. look at the. If you look at the VHS cover, um, they're really pushing like. Actually, I'll just share the screen. Like, look how they present it. So much is Sandy Duncan the point that like she's way bigger than Barney. Barney's like almost cropped out of this photo. <laughs> this is a this is a VHS. I couldn't even tell you the name because there's so many names. Barney and it's in the Three Wishes. Is it called Three Wishes or Barney and the Backyard Gang, which is way smaller, or Starring Sandy Duncan, which is the biggest text, Hmm. or Sing Along With Us? Like, this is all over the map. This this is some very poor... Like, this could be shown in a graphic design class. Like, Mm -hmm. make sure your title is clear. I mean, I guess they thought Sandy Duncan... They were, like, trying to under...
2: Yeah, we underplay Barney. Yeah, because Sandy Duncan, I guess they thought was the draw at that point. For people who loved wholesome entertainment. Andy Duncan should never be the draw. <laughs> for people who loved
1: wholesome entertainment, though. She can though, never be the draw. She was the rubber stamp of approval. Not to me. Hmm. Well, Frightening, I... Frightening, we, we too fu- happy. If anything's making millennials feel entitled or whatever, or present a, too much of a fantasy world, it's smiling Sandy Duncan showing you there's no problems. We, <laughs> you just to be chipper and dance your life away.
2: We should find out what the darkest thing Sandy Duncan was in, like what piece of entertainment. Because it seems like, yeah, she was only in happy, smiling, family-friendly fair. I assume you're looking it up now. I think so. Was she in yeah, like... Yeah,
1: was she ever...
2: In, like, Leprechaun 3 or something. <laughs> she was Leprechaun's
1: mom or something. <laughs> Leprechaun 3. I don't know. I'm not sure. It seems like pretty just Disney. Seems like Million Dollar Duck and such. hmm um, And thank God Sandy Duncan was not brought into the uh, the Universal attraction. Um, I, I, I have a point about the, the Universal stuff, which is that, I mean, some of... Mike, you not knowing that this was there, it is this very tucked away corner of the park that might be easy to miss, that might, like, a lot of guests, especially if you're just in pursuit of Diagon Alley or stuff that's more recent, you might just, like, overlook this whole area in general. It is a little tucked away. And in fact... This, I, I might declare this the weirdest name of a land, quote unquote, anywhere in major theme parks, in Disney or Universal, is mostly they follow. Mostly like, all right, I see what this land, I see why it's called this. But this whole area being called, that Barney, of course, lives in, Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone. <laughs> right, yes. Yes. <laughs> and the attractions in Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone are... Wait, I'm actually, boy, this one surprised me. Animal actors on location. Mm-hmm. So, the Animal Actors show is part of Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone, even though I was fairly certain that was part of World Expo, <laughs> the other weird named area of that park. Yeah,
0: I know. The western boundaries of Kid, Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone is the Animal Actors. Yes, that's correct. Uh, a, a little dog from that show got out the other day, was wandering around. Got and out? By the, they were chasing him down by the movie makeup. Pretty fun. Pretty well, fun, fun. fun little clip. They got the dog, oh, no. though? They got the dog. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, that's good. Back in your cage. Yeah.
1: Um. The elsewhere in Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone. Okay, Day in the Park with Barney. Curious George Goes to Town, which is another playground mm-hmm. thing. Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster. <laughs> Fivel's Playland. And E.T. Adventure. All of these this really underlines the schizophrenic nature of the universal kids properties mm-hmm. where like what child who are your favorite characters well i'd have to say barney curious george woody woodpecker <laughs>
0: five e. oh and there's a spongebob gift shop what there's that a s- too? spongebob gift shop and currently there is i'll show you guys uh currently there's this what are i believe they're calling character moments because they are not doing some shows and meet and greets right now so barney and bj and baby bop just stand on a little stage and sing a song and wave to the crowd
1: okay that's all
0: right there's a Fivol banner behind them <laughs>
1: of, course. of course yeah that's a cowboy
2: hat still Fivol brand yeah fievel's Yeah, I I didn't even know this much land existed back there either. This is like, Mm -hmm. because this is what they were talking about maybe putting Nintendo in for a while before it was going to go in Epic Universe. And then who knows, maybe it goes back here if they don't build that third park. It's Um,
0: a huge plot of land. And I remember going to Universal for the first time and being so excited. Despite the fact that I was so easily scared, my family loved Alfred Hitchcock. So to stand in front of the... Uh, The Bates house, the psycho house, which was the set from psycho (laughs) four that they put in the park and you could get your picture at the bottom of the stairs. And then next door was the original universal hard rock cafe that it was a big deal that you could enter from outside the park or inside the park right that's an area i have intense nostalgia for
1: like for whatever reason being around that old hard rock i don't know what it is and the weird i remember looking up at the scary psycho house and it's so weird they just kind of arbitrarily also built one here that is not or in florida that is not the original one um so strange yeah this was all like a weird like vacant trail until they put really disparate kids' playgrounds yeah. throughout it. It does feel like Poltergeist, where they tore down a famous <laughs> horror house
2: and built like a very supposed like friendly, family friendly like
1: house with Barney in it. So like it does feel like this space might be haunted. Mm-hmm. By yeah, the- I remember that observation being made that like they teared, they tore down the psycho house and put Barney up. <laughs> And that if you if you didn't like Bernie, that was kind of a way to like damn it. But mm-hmm. I I also don't think that's entirely accurate. I don't think the show literally sits where the Psycho House was, right? No, um, um, but it's
2: it is it is interesting. Like what I I I did not go to Universal when this Bates Motel was set up. Mm-hmm. Like I was not there then. So it's like was Animal was Animal Actors open day one in Hollywood I keep saying Hollywood, Florida. I mean,
0: I, I believe yeah. so, yeah.
2: Yeah. That was there. Yeah. So it was
1: like Bates Motel Animal Actors? <laughs> well, no, there wouldn't you wouldn't have had a view of one from the other. Mm. Like you had around a corner. Yeah. And then E. T. is weirdly there that doesn't really fit into this like calling it a kid ride isn't exactly right. I mean there's kids who couldn't go on that ride or would, f- right. would find that ride scary
0: yeah but i love oh, the fievel slide i love the fievel slide i love the animal yeah. actor show i still do if i'm ever at either of the universal parks it's like oh what do we do we have some time to go I was like we can go to animal actors i i will always mm-hmm. opt for animal actor show uh um, we gotta you- do that
1: one you talk about things that haven't changed and it, it's like that's an you, you feel I mean, they aren't they aren't doing it right now, obviously, but hopefully that they are back at some point and you'll go like, oh, my God, still Mick Jagger monkey lips still like embarrassed monkey who had their towel stolen and is covering up their groin because they got pulled out of the shower like there's something real nice about wow some things never change
0: (laughs) i mean Uh, i kind of like the fact that kids zone is barely it's just so odd it's such an expensive piece of real estate to still be stuck in like 1995 uh Mm -hmm. it's so funny and i am surprised i have not I have found myself bored wandering around Universal Orlando before and I'm amazed I have not gone back here. Like I I've never even been in like the Barney. I have no memory of the Barney Plaza. Like I guess when it opened, maybe my brother I I think he would have been too old for even he would have been too old for Barney by the time this show opened. Hmm. When was the last time you went on the five will
2: slide? I
0: don't know. Is that one of the ones where you like have to be under a certain height? I feel like my parents did it with me.
2: I don't know that they actually say specifically how big you have to be on some of this because like there's a Barney playland here or it's called what is it called? Barney's Barney's backyard. Barney's backyard. But, like, for instance, the Grizzly Challenge Trail at Disney's California Adventure, that's, you know, every, anybody can Anyone walk can and do that. climb that. But there are little tunnels on the ground floor that are mostly for children. But you and I... I can fit went, those. Yeah. You and I went in this tunnel about five years ago, I think. Oh, yeah. I can I, squeeze it. <laughs> and I believe right before we did... Like a young teen ran up to the tunnel, looked at it as if he was in a cartoon and went YOLO and jumped in the tunnel.
0: (laughs) I do remember this. Yeah. (laughs) And
2: then you went in and I was like, well, I got to try it. Right. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, it's it's uh, I don't know. We probably you probably could go on the five hole slide now. It's just it's look, people would maybe look look down on you a little bit because that's for children. It's possible. And it's not as big as the Challenge Trail. The Challenge Trail still, I think you can get away with it because like it's got big enough stuff for adults to
0: Well, the, the my white whale is the Pterodon Flyers, I think it's called, or the Pterodactyl Flyers. The one over at the Jurassic Park at Islands of Adventure, you have to be under a certain height. And when I was like 12 or 13, whenever it opened, uh, it was brand new so there was like a two-hour wait for this rinky-dink thing but it goes above the whole land and you know i like to be high up but i still i never I got do. around to riding it because it doesn't eat up a lot of people per hour so it always has a long wait and now i'm too tall
2: um, um while we're on the topic real quick and i know we've touched on this a little bit i mean we all three of us i assume as kids were into what you'd call a play mcdonald's play place mm-hmm chuck e cheese ball like right we're all in that zone i think most kids are it's not that unusual um there was a there was a place called leaps and bounds i remember leaps and bounds yeah by my house that was like that sounds cool three story tubes ball pit thing that i just was my favorite place it was maybe open for a year (laughs) maybe lasted a year (laughs) <laughs> and I think we went there when I was a little too old too. We had like somebody's birthday party in like fifth grade. Yeah, and like we we're a little too big to be going through those tubes. But I, I would love an adult tube business, an adult a business where adults could crawl through tubes. And I know we have like what I've brought this up before, tough mutters, and you get shocked, and you're muddy, and like they're like this is temper. I, I don't want that. I want fun colorful tubes in a big building but big enough for adults to go in. And and look, is the way I feel about it is YOLO. You know, you only live <laughs> once. And let's have
1: some adult tube fun. But even I mean not like now though. Like, not you're in, in now. a couple years in a it's years to celebrate the end of the disease. But we're by let's all like all right, it's over. Let's all just go touch everything we can mm-hmm. all the time. Let's yes, let's all go crawl on our hands and knees through a dirty tube That's-
2: together. Get like get like a log jam of humans in the tube, <laughs> all breathing in, and we'll say and we'll oh, all be yeah. taking we'll take, be taking deep breaths of each other's exhale and going oh isn't this nice? Isn't do you remember when nice? we couldn't do this? This is fantastic. Big cuddle, (laughs) cuddle puddle
0: in the tube, everyone. We'll have a
2: cuddle puddle in the tube and enjoy all the germs from each other's mouths.
0: It's going to be great.
2: You're describing a a non-sexual orgy. This has nothing to do with sex. Nothing. This is this is all about fun and wholesome. This is what Sandy Duncan
0: would approve of. Just just (laughs) tube fun. Like just this is just just tube fun for adults. (laughs) for adults it's fine I, and it sounds think, better than those like drink a beer or throw an axe like ooh. of course it does i
2: look i'm not against throwing an axe i'll throw an axe if somebody invites me to do it sure but what would you rather do crawl through a bunch of tubes and go in an adult ball pit oh or it, throw an
0: axe it sounds and uh, it sounds way better than like oh come to the instagram museum. oh it's the museum of ice Cream. like fuck you that's not a museum you build a I... shitty set. Fuck <laughs> off.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird area. Like, sometimes I'll think about doing them for the show. Like, oh, there's a Britney Spears uh, Instagram, and then like, wait, why is it a hundred and fifty dollars? And like, none of this is the sets from the video. This was like a this is a closed Kmart a month yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. There's nothing historic here. <laughs> I don't need to do I, this. I, I get that this business I'm proposing, uh, there's gonna
2: have to be a lot of waivers signed. There's gonna be a lot of people hurting their knees. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. There's gonna be a lot of like <laughs> debilitating cramps happening. Yeah, that's the issue. Just the your body maybe can't handle it as well.
2: I think though, and I'm I'm a little feeling a little run down as I think a lot of us are at this moment, but I feel like I can still go if it comes to
1: High-octane tube fun. (laughs) Well, it's hard to know until you're... I have not had my tube fun tested (laughs) recently. I I just think... I I know this,
2: you know, people, you know, they go, like,
1: I was on the high school basketball
2: team. I could still play. You know, if push comes to shove, I think I can can still go. I'm talking about give me an hour, hour and a half in a play place. I think I can still do it. I don't think I'm going to be passing out or anything. I think I can still hold up is what i'm what i'm you can getting still at. go on lots of slides i can go on lots of slides i can uh do like a flip into ball a ball pit i can scale like kind of scale a little wall i'm trying to think of how to describe how they would have it, it would, you know those would, like little like it's like a fake rock climbing yeah wall. for kids it's on a sure, little sure. incline yeah yeah i can i can still do it
0: I can I can um, do a tiny one. I'm not going to a climbing gym. That's another thing where I was like, I don't I don't see the appeal. I don't this is not for me. Yeah. I mean
2: I trampoline parks I think are getting close, which I actually have not been yeah. to one. Well, I've still been wanting to have like a birthday at one of these, which I assume will end in like half of my friends getting a broken ankle. <laughs> <laughs> More like landing on their neck and like we have to go to the <laughs> hospital <laughs> like twenty five minutes in. Everyone's like, what are we doing here?
1: And I'm like, it's fun. <laughs> we're all at our mid to late 30s. Well, I hope Geo enjoyed walking while he could. <laughs> he had a good run. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. Had decades worth of
2: walking. He'll be fine. <laughs> He'll be fine, whatever shape he's in after that. So anyway, I I, um, I love the play we're itching. Play play, clearly. And we're itching yeah. I'm itching to play. Uh, mm. I think the most iconic piece of play place, uh, I don't know, iconography is the uh, office at Officer Big Mac, a play place. Oh where yes, you climb up and yeah, go in yeah. his mouth. Mm. I think that's that, the
1: thing I'd most like to have. Certainly, if I could own one of those and put it in a backyard, right? Which I guess yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, is some sort of jail. <laughs> Yeah, that's a jail. Um, that's that's like getting kids accustomed to what it would be like to be held in a mm-hmm. detention center. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but yeah, that's that. I was both excited to be in that and
2: scared also because my memory of that play place thing was like it, it was it was on an incline. You would climb up and then you'd like try to kind of fight to not slide back down to where the ladder was, and there'd be a bunch yeah. of kids in there, and it was just like you know mad. It was Thunderdome in there.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's one of my only childhood. Moments. Like, like all of age three, I remember one time being in that burger cage, and that's <laughs> that's it. It really takes the pressure off me as a parent. Like, if he gets upset, I'm like, you won't remember this. I'll be, you, like, you, you'll remember like one thing per year, maybe, and not this year. No way. <laughs> yeah, uh, my memory's <laughs> off. My memory
2: of it too is that it was about ten feet tall. Of course, I will show you the reality of what it is. It is, you know, uh, maybe four feet off the ground, three feet is off the ground. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> is it your memory of it? Like it was
1: like a towering, like two story. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Here it is. Wow. That's shocking. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Re- yeah. Like a very small girl is exactly the height of the pole in this picture you're showing. But it felt like you felt like you were climbing Mount Everest. Yeah. Was there, like, an observation deck? Because there's holes in his hat, in his constable hat. Oh, maybe, yeah. Could you climb up and see in there? Or is that just, like, so kids don't suffocate? Uh, It's a good question. It
0: is is open air. (laughs) Uh, Oh, the tube, (laughs) the tube. Yeah, I guess you needed some holes in there just to be safe,
2: yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder, just out of curiosity, I'll look this up while we're talking,
1: how much this would cost, because it looks like people have bought them and put them in their backyard, well, I've looked into expensive McDonald's items before and the thing that I found is that a lot of them while relatively affordable cost like $800 to ship if you aren't in the area where right. it's being sold and at least in one point at one point in time these were being sold very heavily in the Chicago area. Mm. So perhaps you could use Uh, your family connection and if somebody has a car that can move one of these things you could get that discount and uh, you know truck it back Mm -hmm. to Los Angeles yeah and put it in your
2: apartment you know this is the stuff our parents didn't think of this is what we were denied the thought of like you know what we could do we could buy some old uh, fast food restaurant play equipment (laughs)
1: And Thank give it God. to our children. They weren't creative at all. No, yeah. uh, they they didn't think to do something that I did recently, which is watch a trade show video from the '70s, shot on eight <laughs> millimeter film, encouraging McDonald's franchises to buy these things <laughs> and showing you product by product, <laughs> like the apple tr- the apple pie tree will delight children of all ages. <laughs> this is really like dingy, red tinted film. I mean, I love this. Is like the definition of the kind of thing i want to watch but i would like show my if i told my parents hey remember how we would play at the McDonald's playland well recently i found a trade show film they'd go like what did we do why didn't we how'd you end up locked in your childhood and only getting more and more boring
0: (laughs) by the year you spent your 30s in the 1970s having key parties and putting meat into jello molds we spent it watching old trade show videos on youtube we are not the same <laughs> we
2: we we spent it on eBay trying to find the vintage McDonald's playground
1: ride filet of fish play play spring toy that sold for five hundred dollars. Was that like one that you'd sit? Is that like a sort of a bucking mm-hmm. bronco pony kind Ye- of? Yes. Little, little. Yeah. yeah OK. Five hundred bucks. Hundred dollars shipping. Hmm.
2: Where where is it shipping from? Oh, let me I got to look it up. It's already is sold. It Chicago. It's already sold. Oh, oh this was mm. from Wisconsin. Midwest, okay, okay. yeah. I bet that Officer well, Big Mac thing sells fast. I don't see any of them on here. I bet
1: that one's a, that. Yeah, that's tough.
2: Hey everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel who's got a new special out on MAX.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: And the Trinity's here, DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger Fourth.
1: Hi, hi, hi. Can't we, wait for the
2: fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now.
1: uh um maybe we should do a uh this this could be a uh we we could take a little time but if we ebay barney and see what the most expensive item is oh Oh, uh, that's good we we never plan these anymore but we could do a little uh you know oh sure uh, yeah yeah souvenir smackdown as we go i like when they just come up mid-episode sure um let's get it back to barney yeah uh, Uh, i have to give
0: universal credit it does seem like in 1995 money like they spent a good amount of money on this area and this show like barney was huge at night in the mid 90s like and i i i watched the video I, i watched the video of one of the last ones before it was put on ice for um covid scalebacks like this show was <laughs> running where peekaboo comes out and goes like remember to social distance and keep your masks on <laughs> and yeah that was a lot that was a lot to handle but watching the pre-show i was like well wow, this is a pretty nice theater they built like a coopy house i was like oh this is a whole different room And then Mm -hmm. there was like a cloud sequence, like the rain clouds were raining and then the rain stopped and there were doors (laughs) behind it. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. And then the whole show's a theater in the round, which I think that's interesting. You don't see that often in like theme park shows.
2: It's like Dane Cook at Madison Square Garden. That's right. (laughs) That's
0: like exactly the same vibe when Barney comes out with Baby Bob and BJ. And if you look, if you look from at the barney stage from above it's got the big sufi it's got the big sufi logo on it the super figure Bar- the sufi
1: <laughs> barney and dane cook both uh a lot less uh in the public eye since 2009 mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. a good point <laughs> I um yeah we should talk about what the what the show is yeah there's a the, there's a theater in the round that you build to but you get there and it's a little like outdoor here's where we gather everybody mm-hmm. up and a little house and a waterfall looking thing like Jason said and you uh you you're 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 waiting and then you start seeing little doors open and that is the appearance of Peekaboo um the character's name is Peekaboo do either of you I didn't write it down what's the his full, his or I her full name. They make it so that uh, man or woman could do it. Yes. Uh, Patricia Aloysius Bartholomew or
2: Patrick Aloysius Bartholomew.
1: I see. Condensed uh, to peekaboo, which is his name because it is his favorite game. Right. Yes. And he is what? A professor who knows Barney? <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah that's sort of the vibe of it a profess- it's very similar to the m M&M m prof- it's not that similar to the m M&M m professor but it's the same it's a narrative function, Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. um yeah he's barney's friend he's your hookup like no no i totally know him just stick with me <laughs> i'll take you um you've also got a uh an is it an animatronic or is it a puppet and how do they time it to speak at the right time because there's a big parrot? Uh, named bartholomew mm-hmm. oh I, you, I i i couldn't tell what is it is like is it live operated
0: but there's nobody behind it I, i'm not sure what, what you're looking at i there. think it's a puppet yeah i think it's um they might be able to cue just the lines like on a like we always just called them carts like at the in at the student radio station Carts. they had some old like equipment where like it was a big box you would like plug a cartridge in and it would play as soon as you hit the button there was no lag like on a cassette so i think stunt shows have some of those set up where like as soon as you hit the button the sound plays i feel Mm -hmm. like any
2: car yeah character that's not the human it's all recorded they're not doing any like the puppets and the costume people are not doing any crowd
1: work they can't like, That's correct. Yeah. yeah. And eventually, yeah, Barney, Baby Bop and BJ are are pre-recorded. Yes. Um, and doing clearly, I, I was like, let me look up earlier choreography. Can I see a video of this from 1996 and then like recently mid-pandemic? And it is the same. They all like mm-hmm. go to the center and the "I Love You" song and play like. And it's the same little carts with inflatable animals. This is like the exact same show. Yeah, they've been Mason. doing. <laughs> they've been doing the greatest hits
2: on tour forever. Here, no <laughs> new albums.
0: And I know. have to say, the like 2020 audience, while a little small the kids were into it. They were digging the show. They were clapping along, playing along. Like I, I, I do think this is good for kids. Like repetition. Kids like simple songs. Like, you know, I get the appeal. And when you design a theme park, I think it's left out of the discussion a lot of like, well, you need to appeal to ages two to eight. If you're going to be a family theme park, you have to distract very, very little kids you have to entertain them a little
2: sure i mean my only plus up for this would be like a turtle talk situation with barney where he could actually respond to the kids that would be all i would i would want from it he can they can do the same songs yeah Mm -hmm. they can do kook they can do kookaburra sits in the old oak tree they can do that classic um but i just want i want to do a little crowd work like dane would maybe (laughs) but <laughs> just a little you know be able to react live to some some change in the audience he doesn't have to go Rickles he doesn't have to
0: let's you know let's put our purses ooh. in the circle let's put our purses and dance around I just want to dance <laughs> oh are you a German guy oh a
2: Nazi <laughs> <laughs> not, Rick, not Rickles Barney but like a little a little loose a little loose crowd work this guy looks like he's
1: got an itchy asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's If we're going Dane, if you're going Louis. Dane. yeah, it, uh, it's hard to Let's say. Let's go hit up the BK
0: um, Lounge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, yeah, I mean it's it's cute, it's well done, it's like the the, I don't know, the lighting cues are nice. It seems like a like, good high tech theater. Um, that water uh, effect is good. Yeah, I mean it's hard to like. You know, you can hate on Barney, but I I don't I don't hate on this show. This seems like just well done yep. and entertaining, if sort of oddly perhaps irrelevant. I mean, maybe a 3-year-old doesn't care. They'll like look at whatever. But with when you're dealing with like the micro generations that like, you know, when you're dealing with preschool age, I feel like if this show hasn't been on since 2009, that's like three generations <laughs> yeah. at least who don't really I bet don't really know Barney. Yeah, I would th- unless yeah, I guess that they they're showing reruns
2: and I guess it probably is all up to the parents. If the parents have some affection for it, then they'll show their child Barney the reruns or whatever. I don't know if you can stream Barney. I don't know if there's a Kimberly Clark Diaper streaming service that exists. There might it might exist.
0: <laughs> I think if you are a theme park is probably the best place because like you could introduce like a 2 or 3 year old to Barney the pre-show the show and then there's a gift shop where you can get the dolls at the end and like that's an entirely self-contained bubble <laughs> so you mm-hmm. could get a kid to know nothing about barney and within the span of an hour they could be like all right i'm all in on barney this is my new favorite thing right
1: oh yeah yeah little stations that teach them yeah it's um
2: it's just my only criticism as an adult my only criticism of the show is it's not it's fine that it's for kids. I don't need I don't need body humor, of course. but like versus the peanuts show at knots. the peanuts shows at Knots, which are certainly not sophisticated oftentimes. but they do a little. you get a little something. You get your uh, thriller parody, which spooky nights, you know, you go, <laughs> yeah. you get a little there's a little something for the parents to enjoy. There's a little like interest. like this feels like. You know, put a costume on Barney once in a while. Let's change up a song. Let's do a parody song like, you know, like Chuck E. Cheese does. Like, let's do a little. Let's play with the Barney IP a little bit. He can get loose. Barney can get loose. But that doesn't have to be so uptight.
0: That's by design, though, isn't it? Like, Barney made just for the kids. Like, Sesame Street and other things like that kids for the kids and for the parents get a little too well sure i just think i think it's more of a
2: i think it's more of the uh, whoever's controlling barney has a very specific idea yeah of what barney is and then also uh it costs money to do any changes and they would prefer to just keep this thing the same for 25 years because who gives a shit it's for little little kids
0: um i came across this that this show was written by jason sorrell <laughs> who wrote the uh uh, the what? Haunted Mansion of Pirates of the Caribbean books, longtime Universal and Disney uh creative person. Wow. And wow. his first the run at Universal. Every year. Uh I, I found this on like a wiki and then I looked on, I found his LinkedIn page, and he does list it under his credits from his first few years at Universal.
1: Wow. Oh. oh that's cool. Well, good good um yeah. Um I like that um you know you know what you gotta give him credit for, and kids must love this. This is like a good like magic trick illusion, and maybe the first that they get to see is the transformation of little doll Barney into Big Barney.
2: Yes. That's yeah. gotta
1: be huge when you're a kid. They do live the thing that they did in very poor special effects on a VHS in nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, it's the the I am a big fan of the doll Barney
2: from the second version of the series that's like very round. Yeah. Uh, i won't call him like a dump truck doll i won't say something (laughs) like that that jason would say but i uh his you know what i'm talking about how he looks Yeah,
0: very rounded very pleasingly round
2: he's he's pleasingly round i mean that's right i'm not gonna deny that's right but it's (laughs) it's, it's so much of sexualization of barney
0: (laughs) no it's just you know just you love a perfect sphere you guys like those ice cube spheres you know we do like that, yes. Uh, you see I the see series? what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah. Cute toy. Definitely a cute toy. Yes. Yeah. Um, but but the dolls were not like that. The dolls were actually not as pleasing.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: no, but the perfect camera-ready one. Yeah. yeah. More so. I also... One thing I, I... I think my feelings about Barney as a kid were mixed, but I can certainly say I did not like Baby Bop. Baby Bop really enjoyed Yeah, me. Baby Bop is...
2: is yeah. There's not a mm-hmm. lot. The baby Bop, unfortunately has kind of a grating voice. Yeah, yeah, it's well, um, like really crazy. I can't do it, but
1: yeah, me like and then BJ. I have I'm not as upset about, but I feel that BJ is a real poochie. Like, um, oh yeah, it is like cool in a generic way, but otherwise does not really bring a new dynamic. To the table does not influence the dyad, if you will. <laughs> if you're gonna introduce a third character, they should really bring more to the table than just being like also a dinosaur, but who like is on a scooter sometimes. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's got the the cool gym shoes
2: and base and like sideways baseball hat, mm-hmm. uh, and then he's Baby Bop's older brother.
1: Okay. Was this their attempt to reach out to you or me, Mike? I like, think, Because did they sense that there are a lot of older brothers who we need to pull into the fold? I think you might be onto something because
2: I do think when they introduced BJ, I it certainly piqued my interest. <laughs> I was certainly like, well, who is this new cool dinosaur? <laughs> now, I they didn't stick the landing because I wasn't like all in on BJ, but I certainly was like, I wouldn't mind getting one of these BJ dolls. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't have one. But I'm just saying I think I think that was probably part of it. Barney was a very paternal figure. He was he was in charge. (laughs) So Baby Bop was a character the kids could relate to, but then they figured, okay, well they'd have to have a girl character and a boy character. And they definitely like BJ is like Bart their version of Bart Simpson.
0: Yeah, BJ's shooting cans. Shooting cans with a BB gun in the backyard, setting (laughs) off sparklers and fireworks.
1: Did they think they would trick us by having a... He's yellow and has spiky hair... And they kind like, of tricked me, shoes. though. They
2: tricked me for a little bit. So it kind mm-hmm. of worked. I just think they needed to make him a little bit more engaged, like his personality better.
0: Uh, I was too into Cable at that point, Cable from the X-Men. So they, if they had given BJ a giant gun and a lot of pouches, maybe. But the yellow <laughs> yellow wasn't enough for me.
2: If somebody could, and look, I if we call for fan art, if someone could in the audience draw a Rob Liefeld BJ...
0: <laughs> i would lose my mind i just oh
2: god scott uh, scott i gotta tell you so so rob liefeld scott in the 90s um would draw these like crazy you've probably seen the pictures of it crazy muscle men characters that like doesn't mm-hmm. make sense proportionally and I'll, I'll show you this real quick he, he
0: is the co-creator of deadpool amongst other ah, like yes. extreme okay. like so this sassy captain america's
2: this is Captain America. Image comes up a lot when oh, this I discussion. Oh, I recognize
1: this incredibly detailed, incredibly
0: yeah. detailed, <laughs> anatomically all over the map. But like now has kind of come back around to being like outsider art. Like it's just so. garish. Um, somebody
2: also made.
1: Somebody also made this. Yeah, like this is what he would look like shirtless. <laughs> And somebody's done what real life Chris Evans playing Captain America would look like yes. with the proportions of right. <laughs> his, like this is what he would look like. <laughs> a mammoth rib cage. <laughs> These characters all have dump truck uh, pecs. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yes.
2: Uh, so round. So if somebody could draw like a jacked up BJ, Beach uh, Rob
0: Liefeld BJ, I yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, that would um, be great. Uh, uh, we also, now I don't, I don't think I was, we were maybe way off of the show by the time they introduced, um, uh, who I guess is BJ and Baby Bop's cousin Riff. <laughs> yes. You guys know about Riff? I know oh, about fuck. Riff. Ugh. I hate Riff. <laughs> orange. No. I really hate. Now this is interesting because I, now he reminds me, I think Riff is kind of in the family of an Aladar. Hell, wow. I think he bothers think, me the same way Aladar fool, bothers me.
2: At that, I can't get on board with that. I take. can't
1: cotton to that. No. <laughs> so, Mike, you don't like Riff. I I
2: don't know a lot of. I'll be honest. I don't know a lot about Riff. I don't love the look. Mm-hmm. He's kind of. He's got kind of like. He's like half asleep. Yeah, those eyelids are very unsettling. Um, I'm not against him, but. I don't think, I think of the four designs, he's the least interesting design purely from an aesthetic point of view. The other three are, I think, pretty well designed. Riff, I don't know what's going on with him. He's got like,
1: uh, no. He's got like, like.
0: <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on, Riff. He's
1: kicking. I mean, yeah, I, uh, I, don't like, I don't like Riff. At I, all. Like, I like it when he's kicking more. Uh, <laughs> uh,
2: maybe uh, Riff might be the funniest character now that I'm looking at him, but I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> I'm kind of warming up to Riff yeah, funny Riff looking. is clearly the gazoo of the great gazoo of this show <laughs> I mean I'm looking at a clip on YouTube now I've
2: not watched it learn to dance with Riff and maybe we'll use this clip to determine if
1: we like Riff once and for all sure I don't know Riff's voice at all so we'd all be experiencing this together let's experience Riff for the first time and really give riff a fair
2: shot all right no okay. judgment
1: riff no okay yeah, ring me over this is your american idol audition okay uh, <laughs> Let's see what you got and you'll be happy to know he's got a little
2: ukulele so that's also <laughs> another strike in his favor all right so here we go
0: just can't get enough no. just can't get enough
2: wait a minute so we're watching okay so right now we're watching some sort of music video he's not riff is not speaking but he's dancing a lot to just can't get enough <laughs> is that uh, riff's voice that sounds like barney to me all right i gotta find riff talking here
0: barney mm. on youtube has 1.4 million subscribers so um guess it is working yeah it might still be uh popular <laughs> I, i'm
1: riff is the name of this
2: video <laughs> yeah and there's pictures of him with like he's fishing now and i kind of no, like that no i'm out on riff no oh no, he's playing, God, he's playing no. the sax he's playing the sax guy <laughs> unmute, you unmute. unmute. okay hold on, hold on. you're right you're right you're right that's sax though okay so here we go this is i'm riff uh hi i'm riff Oh, Scott, you like this music. Oh, Scott.
1: Sound like the kind of music I like,
0: (laughs) yes. Hi, I'm Riff. Let's go have some fun with Barney. No.
1: No. Okay, uh, Riff has. No, raspy
0: voice, no. Riff has
1: a lot of vocal fry going on. Yeah, not into it.
0: Riff also (laughs) smokes. Like, Riff (laughs) smokes Parliament Longs.
1: It's a poor man's Tommy Pickles from Rugrats. All right, one more
2: clip here to see if we can save Riff's reputation with Scott.
0: Hi, hey, everyone!
1: No, Heidi Ho, get out of here. He's playing the sax, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Only one character allowed to say Heidi Ho, and that's Mitch. What are you
0: guys up to? We just planted these yellow flowers. Cool, Rama. Oh, wow, they look great. Thanks,
1: <laughs> cool, a No, for no. A scouting club. Out on Oh, riff.
0: What's a scouting club?
1: A club is
2: a group of friends who plan fun things. Oh, everything. what the fuck! Okay. Is All Barney right, so voice? this is another thing we haven't got to. They changed Barney's voice, and it's really weird. <laughs> like it's much different. It's like awesome. Ew. Yeah, he sounds weird in the last so many.
0: So points, um, points for the Universal show. It's the original voice, voice Bob West of Barney, and he also was the voice of Pasquale and Jasper at Chuck E. Cheese.
1: Wow, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Did not realize that. That's crazy. That really... I mean, that's that's three icons right there. What a great VO guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who, like, worked at the company, right? I think in all these cases, or, or he got his start at Chuck E. Cheese, he, like, wrote the shows or was part of the creative, and then... Did voices and that he was like the king of uh Texas children's entertainment because <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese and Barney all came from the uh uh was uh, Dallas or I, don't, I mean somewhere in somewhere Texas.
0: there, yeah. Um, another person with a connection to the um Barney show at Universal, there was a woman named uh Lauren Mayu uh, who's worked in the parks a lot. She went from playing baby bop in the show in the park to then getting word that they needed a new baby bop like costume performer on the tv show so then auditioned and then got the part and took over the role like wow for the tv show and then eventually also went on to do uh the world like audition for the like one of the national or international tours they did too so she played baby bop and then i believe after the show ended went back to universal and is worked in the park and done the character again
2: wow oh jeez! wow it led uh, to a job yeah wow a different job though. a different
0: yeah it's kind of in the same neck of the woods uh job but i thought that was cool and and there's interviews with her out there about she's worked a lot of jobs in the parks
1: does anyone know anything about the guy who was in the barney suit on the show I've heard, yeah. You you go ahead. I think I know what you're. I know what you're talking about here. Um, well, uh, if you're if you're pre if you're preschool age, stop listening to the episode because uh, the guy's name is David Joyner, and he was always Barney in all the live shows and all, in the movie and all the all the things. Um, and today he is known as a, a tantric massage therapist. Mm. Um, and uh, the well, he you know he explains how um, his the, the being in the suit. Uh, you know that's a very physical act and he considers that like having to be in this costume all day that got up to 120 degrees and was so you know physically taxing he calls that tantra like tantra isn't necessarily Mm. a sex thing it's just being able to like have the stamina to do something forever and he says how the energy I brought while in the costume is based on the foundation of tantra which is love everything stems grows and evolves from love Uh, uh, love heals and allows you to grow Uh, so he's you know is this very spiritual person as i said tantra isn't necessarily a sex thing in this case it certainly is because his practice is sex you could get you go to tantraharmony.com and uh you know uh, tell him your issues and he will have sex with you and uh, uh part of it is that in order for all the spirits to get through and for it to be more as blissful as possible it has to be unprotected so oh, yeah. no uh, condoms involved if you're going to have sex with the the, the guy, guy who Barney. played Barney. Yes. Uh, Sandy um, Duncan would not approve of this. <laughs> they're kind of at opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of people involved in the franchise. Um, she might... Sandy Duncan would have... Maybe problems with phraseology, like... uh, Here's a quote from him. Uh, When you go down on a woman, it should be just like you're saying grace, like blessing the food you're about to receive. No food in the world... Oh, wait, I should do it as... No food in the world. (laughs) When you go down on a woman, it should be like you're saying grace, like you're blessing the food you're about to receive. No food in the world can compare to goddess nectar, because spirit is involved. Before you taste the goddess nectar, give thanks. (laughs) mike is wincing as hard as
0: i've ever seen (laughs) this metaphor doesn't track for me because i always found grace to be very like perfunctory and fast and that doesn't that doesn't uh oh you're right yeah right a thousand percent yes if
1: that's what you're doing if you're uh, if, you, if you're going down on someone with the uh, the speed of grace like i know my family is great uh, and then the father and son uh holy bless spirit and that's a that is not satisfying to your goddess. yeah i feel like
0: that's a way to build resentment <laughs> not connection if that's your approach to the act
1: all yeah. right, uh, the name of the father, uh, clear, right, here we go, click, uh, click, click, okay, and, uh, so, all right, very good <laughs> I don't think this, I don't think this performer knows how to treat his goddess That's my <laughs> This hypothesis. goddess thing is is pretty uniform across David Joyner's uh, discussions uh, um, There's a lot of reviews of his services, which are glowing uh, oh People my. are pretty excited about all uh, this is, there, is he on Yelp? Um, I'm not sure if it's Yelp, but he, I mean, so he controls the reviews. I see. Yeah. So it's all people. I mean, it sounds like people had a wonderful time. There was a Vice article about all this, and there's people who just seem kind of uh, well there's people who just straight up say this is prostitution what mm. he is doing yeah if money is being exchanged and you have unprotected sex mm-hmm. then this is sort of a shady thing I don't I don't want it I don't know either way I don't want to uh, cast judgment um, condoms block the energy is a pretty <laughs> iffy phrase yeah. Con- no, condoms block the energy <laughs> oh, condoms block the energy. <laughs> Oh my god I do, uh, everyone does sign a consent form though So that's good Oh my god (laughs) Everything's on the up and up That is really, that is really dark It's pretty crazy He also apparently was like pretty vocal about all this He was not running this practice while doing the Barney show But I think if you met this man and talked to him He would start talking about tantric stuff So uh, they didn't. They let him do the show, but attorneys said that he was not allowed to teach, practice, or talk about tantra while under contract playing the character, mm. because that is a lawsuit waiting to
0: happen. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Hmm. So he had to bid this bid this adieu. It was not like Sting, where he could make it part of his persona while right. uh, still doing his art. Right.
0: Well, he didn't bid it adieu. He just kind of edged. It just kind of built up over years, and then the tantric energy. <laughs> he stored up the tantric. Stored up the tantric. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry my too much of my tantric energy being blown off card- caused the 1994 Northridge earthquake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was just Bernie shooting. <laughs> <laughs> An an
2: extinction event. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
1: man! I, um, I also, I'm pretty sure that I was once around this man because, you know, I like doing things at hotel bars as we all do, and there's a really good one, there's a good like bar at the top of a, a hotel in Glendale. Yes. And um, we had a birthday party there beca- with the I, with the thinking that like, oh, because it'll kind of just be us. There won't be like some other massive group of 200 people who we're competing for space with. And one time <laughs> for Aaron's birthday, we went up to this place and it was packed. It was 200 people and we didn't know what it was all about. It was like the most raucous, incredible birthday party we'd ever seen. And I think it may have been, if it wasn't, I think it was a woman who the party was for, but I re- then we sort of intermingled and somebody was like, see that guy over there? He was in the Barney suit. And people were, he was like holding court. People loved this guy. Everybody's talking to him. He's king of the party, pointing at everyone. And wow. So uh, I guess the guy's popular. Um, oh, my. I'm not sure if he was popular with these people because of his uh, work. It's <laughs> hard to say, but. Well,
2: the, we know there's another lo- uh, rooftop bar that's local that has a swingers
1: night once a month. Yes. <laughs> that's right. So yeah. it's only parties of 12 nerds and raucous yeah, sexually liberated groups. There'll be times <laughs> in when, massive numbers. Times when we've Things tried to go, we are
2: definitely not. Time to go to the bar, and it's like, no, 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 this is swingers' night. You have to be a swinger to go that's up there. Right.
1: That's happened several times. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's uh, what happens um, at the rooftop bars. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you're interested in a session with David Joyner, go to TantraHarmony.com. <laughs> it's not an official ad, obviously. No, he didn't pay us. This is just what we're Scott is doing this out of the kindness of his heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just uh, spreading the word. Um what have we miss? Well, Barney's uh, Barneyville station? Barneyville the Barney station. train. <laughs>
0: Oh, I I, I did miss this. All right, let's, let's, yes, Mike has pulled out the Barney's Backyard page on the Universal website. Now let's get away from all that salacious material, and let's start with the train, which I'm squinting, and says BJ's Express. (laughs) All right, okay, great.
2: (laughs) Uh, A Barney has a, yeah, Barney has a train station and a train of some kind here. I'm not sure if that's in actual like canon
1: on the newer show. I don't know. Go wait. Go down to the copy a little bit. Um, hmm. hop on BJ's hop on BJ's express train <laughs> and plan a pretend to get away. Mm. Uh oh, it's not like uh, oh, oh yes what? But
0: then on this planned getaway, there's an actual murder. No one is leaving BJ's express train until we crack this case. <laughs>
1: No need. It was Riff. Oh. I, I know it was Riff. I've had a bad feeling about Riff since day one. I like Riff now. <laughs> no, Riff's a murderer.
2: <laughs> uh even if Riff murdered someone on this train, I'm liking
1: him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that might improve my opinion of Riff, I suppose. Riff was a murderer. Riff was a riff a is... saxophone playing dinosaur train murderer. Riff is male, yes?
0: Think, I think so. That voice I, is
1: like a French. She, she riff sounds like an Orange County divorcee. <laughs>
0: riff is riff? like a rock and roller. Like Riff can play instruments.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking up Riff's personality is all about music. He he hears music everywhere he goes, which ties directly into his theme song. I hear music everywhere. <laughs>
0: The music. So I guess we got to do this. This
1: cute poll for
0: Riff. The music tells me to do things, and uh... I think it's I.
2: I think it's important uh, that people see Riff playing the sax, though, to be the for, to give
1: a full determination of if if Riff is cute. That's the most likable. Yeah, riff that I saw. Yes, but. I can't give him points just because of sex. If just because Riff's associated with easy listening music. It's <laughs> typically a wave in my heart. I'm going to find Riff playing more easy listening music to convince you. I mean, I maybe this makes me want to like take Riff and take Riff footage and put some of the stuff I like under it. Mm-hmm. Your uh, you know, your David Sanborn or your Tom Scott. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I think I um, yeah, think if you have an hour during this week, that might happen. Yeah, yeah
1: sure. <laughs> okay, I'll give it a go. Um. Uh, um, so, um, well, what have we missed? We the um, I, I do have some Barney eBay results if we want to do a little. Um, I have some. Yeah, some so, I we might have found the same thing. Maybe we're looking at. the. Are you doing like by highest price? Are we looking that's at usually <laughs> how I do it. So we're probably I, in well, the I same zone. I didn't look zone. too hard. So if you have anything good, I'll uh, keep it blind. For no, myself. I don't have anything particularly good. Hmm. well we don't have to do it if <laughs> nothing's that good well
2: i I will say nothing is that good with Barney but I do think I found the mother load when it comes to McDonald's oh, geez a full
1: playland twenty a train twenty one I mean, thousand dollars 21000 It's everything it's, it's the little it's the, it's the the little boppers the flay of fish yep a little tree sitting next to grimace this is the ultimate
2: Jeez. Um so 21,000 is how much they're they're asking for it. Um I don't know, it doesn't say where they where they're located though.
0: You know? Free local pickup. Should yeah. I make an
2: should I make offer like 100?
0: They're not going to get 21,000. What do you think they're aiming for? 14, 15 grand?
2: Yeah, probably. I bet they would take 14,000. I, uh, yeah, okay. I don't have a. I don't go have ahead a, and go ahead and offer All right, all right. Here I go. Fourteen thousand dollars. <laughs> he did it. He's typing it in. Uh, I don't have a house with a yard or a house in general. Yeah, but I do want to buy fourteen thousand dollars worth of McDonald Playland equipment. Of
1: course, I know we all do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that bench with Ronald. It's a, the bench where Ronald's sitting in the middle. Can you imagine, like, like putting that in a ho- a house? Like, I guess I could. I guess there would be no problem with it. People would actually be the envy of the neighborhood.
1: Um... Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Some of <in> the neighborhood. <laughs> All
2: right, fine. So, but people put off fun Halloween decorations, giant things now. I think people
1: are slowly more comfortable with. Yeah, if with, you could do a front yard display of McDonald's yeah. stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If
0: you could get the bench with Ronald on it flanked by the two by like two Home Depot 12-foot skeletons, like that would be mm. just so great.
2: Hmm. Well, yeah. there's something to shoot for. Maybe the Patreon will go up and give us each an extra $21,000 <laughs> next month. And well,
1: we could you could if will you can come how about you could come be in the playland if we buy this. That's That's the, a good idea. Center. Oh yeah. 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 And then we'll sell tickets to it like Homer. Yes. Well, <laughs> that's our theme park, right? I and mean, that's where this has to go is that we actually build Good Boy Land. <laughs> well, sure. And with ambassador Sandy Duncan. <laughs> no, never. Statue of Sandy on Good Boy Land.
0: But uh, I and I will be performing Down on Grandpa's Farm, Imagine a Place, all the mm-hmm. songs from uh Day in the Park with Barney. I like Down on Grandpa's Farm. I like Down on Grandpa's Farm That's too. I had to say Barney song. I thought all the songs were solid in this. Imagine a Place I liked. I really liked in that one song when they all they they had their laughing simultaneously down pat, like for sinking the mouth movements all together i thought that was Mm. pretty impressive uh technically the the people in the costumes doing a good job um i like when
1: they push the carts around with the inflatable um barnyard animals oh yeah the the skunk and that's fun um yeah i mean if i had to know another note though you know where's riff (laughs) no where they is it shouldn't he? be in this. <laughs> he would Everyone's just... going to pretend. A bunch of people on Twitter are going to pretend to like Riff, an unknown Barney character for good reason. <laughs> as soon as they see a GIF. I said to not like it.
2: <laughs> as soon as they see a GIF of him playing saxophone,
1: they're going to fall in love. It
0: seems inevitable, right? Yes. Yeah. We love Riff now.
2: <laughs> I wasn't, oh, per, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover because I was anti-Riff initially,
1: but the saxophone put it over the edge. So, um, yeah, I guess, uh, all right, only with a saxophone and only if Riff doesn't talk. I don't want to hear that horrible <laughs> voice. <laughs> so if you block that with a saxophone, then fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll put it, we'll put Riff against that baby
2: Aladar and see even like what if people like one or more than the other. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, I think people with saxophone will really like Riff. The only time I've been way wrong is Mr. Six. People love Riff friggin Mr. 6. <laughs> yeah, that ratio was uh yeah, higher than you might expect. Yes, yeah, I thought yeah. it, Mr. 6 was more divisive, but people love a dancing old man.
0: So Yeah. Mm-hmm. 6 <laughs> Flags
2: should
1: have looked at that data and brought him
2: back immediately.
1: Well, they fucked up big time mm-hmm. and um it's, you know, uh I'm just glad that the people responsible for firing Mr. Six only went on to do many, many more extremely <laughs> lucrative jobs. Mm-hmm. That's the way. Uh, wait, I have one more thing. I saw a YouTube comment and I found no proof of this, but in speaking, you know. Oh, I know exactly we were, where you're going. But continue.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, okay, yeah. We all
1: found it. Uh, this is from uh, Lord Vader 0727 who has a little you uh, uh, and McGregor <laughs> the, the, uh, little avatar. Uh, Me and my friends were at Universal the other day, and during the show, Barney started whipping and nay-naying and it was
0: hilarious <laughs> yes and, and I saw this I... a few months ago right <laughs> yes when did this happen i don't How can we find footage of this I, yeah i was looking for it too i also saw that comment and it, it's the beetlejuice show at least that happened when that was popular yeah
1: yeah um yeah why whipping and nay-naying today yeah well, I, I mean, I don't. I, I would be thrilled if it
2: said Barney did the Gangnam Style dance. But, oh, could you imagine? But this is what I was talking about before. I want that in the yeah. show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want him to floss. I want him to throw up a dab. I want him to do all of that, and it, the crowd's going to go wild for it. And yeah. then and I the- want Riff to do the dab,
1: and I want Riff to floss. Mm-hmm. I guess that would also. <laughs> make me imagine riff flossing
2: everyone okay everyone calm down right now who's listening and close your eyes and imagine i want you to do this thought exercise imagine riff imagine he sets down his saxophone and then riff starts flossing how can you be mad at
0: that oh in a theater in the round where he has to rotate to make sure every section of the audience gets to see him head-on flossing Mm-hmm. uh the beautiful park set uh i like the set i like the set in the theater i think it's good i think they did a good job mm-hmm. on the sets on these but r- yeah rip riff, rip rip flo- <laughs> rip is there a rip is there a rip too no
1: riff flossing
0: be.
1: would be great uh yeah uh riff flossing is a blessing no food in the world can compare to riff flossing <laughs> because spirit is involved so give thanks <laughs> <laughs> um, you survived against <laughs> the ride uh, with a uh, uh, second gate with a bunch of Barney stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, let's, we, do we all sing I Love You? You Love Me? We could say, just, just remember, say I love you. <laughs> just remember.
0: The hosts, just remember. The hosts love well, you. I don't know.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Just remember, I love you. <laughs> You and know what I mean. Sh-
0: and I heck. love you.
1: <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.
0: Forever
1: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Bohm, Dog. Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, Dog. please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe Dog. to our shows on Apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcasts keep up with the latest forever dog news by following us on twitter and instagram at forever dog team and liking our page on facebook